I got hurt, but help me MD and turn me back into a healthy MC. Welcome to Farms Not Farms Podcast, episode 17. Today is a very important episode. When we learn tools to save lives, it's invaluable. I know that when I had a dear friend who was suffering from leukemia and was going through a lot of treatment, I was learning about how cannabis can help things like cancer and epilepsy. And I just really wasn't 100% sure how. I read all this information about what it can do. But what was the functional application? Was, would, can smoking herb heal cancer? You know? And if that was the case, then the answer would be, I don't know, maybe not, because homie smoked a lot of herb and still got this disease. And it doesn't mean that even if you do the greatest medicine, it's going to work. Though, in this case, what I learned about is cannabis oil. And, of course, there's different kinds of oils. Some cannabis oils are great for smoking. Some cannabis oils are better for ingesting. Now, when you hear of ingesting cannabis, you might think of an edible. And then there are the stories of people eating an edible and getting way too high, thinking the world is going to end, which, you know, one can definitely get too high, let's be honest. THC is, is, uh, is powerful. With that in mind... When cannabis is infused with sugar, it's a little bit different than, or even a butter, you know? It, it just, it, it rocks us differently when it's metabolized than, for instance, if it's homogenized with um, coconut oil and taken sublingually, which means when I administer the oil... On my gums, maybe behind the bottom row of my teeth, and just stick oil on my gums right there. That's a sublingual application, the sublingual gland, and it'll seep into my bloodstream. And I'll actually get more benefit in terms of registering more of that medicine than if I ingested the oil in a capsule, per se. Though, when cannabis is infused with butter and sugar then yes we we it it, we have to be a little more careful and i find that while i don't really enjoy edibles that much i really enjoy ingesting oil and so they're just different feelings completely different experiences and so i'm here to share my experience today because i think that I know that when we're in need, options are critical. And it's important that we know what tools are available to us. So right off the bat, I'm going to tell you 
7easysteps.org. That's the number 7easysteps.org. And what that is, is it'll lead you to a video that I made with uh, Jordan Munch of Monarch Clothing a few years ago, as soon as I learned how to make cannabis oil. There was somebody in the hospital, uh, somebody else with leukemia, and we, uh, I, I was asked to help them in getting them cannabis oil. And they were on oil, and things were going uh, well, and ultimately they needed more. They were in the hospital at this time, and the person that was helping me wasn't able to for whatever reason. And uh, I said, you know, why subscribe to fear? Somebody needs my help. So I just stepped up to the plate and made oil. And when I realized how easy it is, of course, there are certain considerations to keep in mind while doing it to remain safe and to do it well. At the same time, it really is easy. If you know how to cook eggs, then you can make cannabis oil. If you know how to cook anything, you can make cannabis oil. And if you don't know how to cook, you can learn. And so I'm just going to do a quick run through about the process and leave this here for reference who knows what will happen with the youtube video how to make cannabis oil in seven easy steps though it's there and uh, at this point over a million people have uh watched it and many many have benefited and you could just read the comments to see for yourself true testimonials from real life people all over the world and there's also uh the same video in a couple of other languages. We have a bilingual version with uh, Andrea. Uh, rest in peace to Vicente. And uh, he passed away last month. Sweet boy. And um, he's missed dearly. He had Lennox Gusteau. It's a form of uh, epilepsy that's really severe. And... Uh, actually came to this country for cannabis and uh, was was uh, on a TV show down in Chile. And I met his mother in a group about holy basil. Because holy basil, or Tulsi, is uh, an herb that... It's an adaptogen. It can also really calm the system. So people use it for epilepsy, believe it or not. And yeah, we met there and ended up meeting her and donating some cannabis oil and they thought that it was holy basil oil and then realized it wasn't and came here to this country for CBD specifically and this was in like 2014 and uh, 2015 and um, you know I gave them THC oil which actually worked believe it or not in 12 years he had his first seizure free days just on regular cannabis oil and THC oil. Now, mind you, I use Elite Strains, so it's it's good stuff. You know, the 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 oil is going to be as good as the starting material, and of course, how well you make it. Though, it worked. It wasn't about the CBD hype, mind you. I obviously have a CBD company. With that in mind, I'm going to tell you that everybody's different. And for quite some time, there were some organizations or companies going around to different states saying. Let's legalize and not cannabis, though, just CBD. And 
while, yes, maybe that's the first step into, you know, working with a portion or a part of this plant that has been demonized for a long time and that is proving to be helping many, many people understand that this plant's not as dangerous as as uh, we were sold. Um, it, it, it's... It's still, it's still hard because many of us require a full profile of cannabinoids and terpenes, and that means that CBD only would be inadequate for many ailments. And we're talking about people that are suffering, somebody who's watching their child seize all day long. You can't do anything else. And you need options. At that point, nothing else matters except helping your child And <clears throat> excuse me, it chokes me up because I've been in the hospital when the doctors offered death to a four-year-old girl, also with leukemia. And the parents brought me there to discuss cannabis oil and helping save her life. And, you know, I'm not villainizing doctors. Though these particular ones in this particular hospital were literally offering death. And they said, I, I asked them, how can you offer death as an option? She has, like the mother sat there crying and said, she's breathing. How, you, you can't kill her. And mind you, she was in a coma. <clears throat> and... Uh, the doctors, um, they said, you know, we don't have any other options and we think that it's most humane to give her a large enough dose of morphine to where she doesn't feel pain and we'll let her go. And, uh, of course, her mother started crying more and, and I said, listen, you know, I was brought here to discuss other options. So when there's breath, there's life, and that means opportunity for more life, or at least to optimize. And from there, optimizing life doesn't mean killing or taking or relieving the remainder of the life, unless there really are no other options. And at that point, it's not even my, I don't, I don't, I would never presume to be involved in a conversation like that. I wouldn't want anyone to impose on my choice had, God forbid, ever come to something like that. Though, <clears throat> yeah, all in all, I asked why they wouldn't consider cannabis oil, and they said they don't know where it comes from, they don't know how clean it is, and I said, you know, that's completely understandable, though, consider this. It's an option. Cannabis is antimicrobial, antibacterial, antifungal. So with that in mind, it's probably going to be cleaner than offering death. And of course, the doctors couldn't sign on to it. That just would be going against their license, especially at that time where it was years ago in a major hospital. <clears throat> and uh, what happened was, that little girl ended up getting cannabis oil. A couple of days later, she woke up. 
A few days later, she went home, and she was on a lot of oil, and it was helping her. She was getting better. She was sitting up. She was becoming more alive. And uh, eventually, um, there was more um, chemo offered by a different uh, famous organization, and that ended up this 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 poor girl was just getting, I mean, ruined by all of these treatments. And the mother even told me the only thing to ever help her was cannabis. And I and I and I give them all the support and the love. It's 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 sitting in that seat. You don't know what to do. You have people in million dollar buildings and suits that went to school for ever telling you what to do. How could you not listen to them? So I just salute all parents who have to make the hardest choices. And uh, and. You know, rest in peace to that little girl. And uh, all the fallen soldiers, or let's just say new angels on God's all star team. <laughs> well, <clears throat> anyway, so cannabis oil is a wonderful resource that our planet gives us the ability to, to make and you take a plant and you there's different ways to make to make extractions you know in the rainforest they do it with boiling you know lots of uh, material and there's different plants and you make different extractions with different plants because they're gonna get different things out of them or some plants work better with this kind of extraction and that kind of extraction so on and so forth One of, the, one of the simple ways that I learned how to make cannabis oil is by using alcohol. And it's important we consider the kind, of, the kind of alcohol we're using. We never use isopropyl alcohol when making cannabis oil. I repeat, never use isopropyl alcohol when making cannabis oil. I don't care who you heard that has done it and how many times it worked for them. If you... If it's done the wrong way, someone will get very sick if not die. Isopropyl alcohol says loud and clear, not for ingestion. Ethyl alcohol or ethanol is for ingestion. So God forbid there's, or or let's just say in the case that there is some solvent left in the oil, you're not going to harm anyone. I mean, there's people who take tinctures, and with those drops, sometimes there's alcohol in them just to help it seep in better. People use that. In this case, isopropyl alcohol can kill someone, so we don't use that. Moving on, you can use Everclear. Some countries, they don't have alcohol as strong as that unless somebody's making it in the back country, so they use 151. But uh, Everclear, or if you can find organic alcohol, organic ethanol, that's the best, especially if it's uh, not from GMO corn, you know, supporting that industry. And of course, when I use uh, alcohol from organic sugar base, it the oil just comes out really terpy. And that's great. The terpenes are the 
molecules that basically have the the scent and the smell, the the taste, and they also modulate feeling. They also have benefit, and uh, it's important that we retain them. And sometimes terpenes can be really spicy as well. If you ever eat a leaf or a bud just straight up off of a plant, you'll notice that it's kind of spicy. And A, that's one of the ways that it protects itself from bugs. And uh, also just, you know, for us has so much benefit. Um, So you can steep, the word is steep, or soak uh, the material in some of this alcohol until you put the alcohol. So let's just start with step one. You, You gather your materials, right? And from gathering the materials... You're going to want, you can go to 7easysteps.org and see what materials you need. It's laid out plain and clear. But, you know, one of the first things you're going to need is maybe a stainless steel pot. And you can even have a pan to, to do a double boil eventually because that's really easy to do. Or you can get yourself something called an air still. And an air still is a contraption that will allow you to cook the alcohol off, though keep the alcohol not waste it with it just evaporating into the air, which I was doing for the first few years until uh, the homie, I think Mark Rubburn from Rare Dankness was like, bro, definitely want to look into this. And uh, it's it's really proven to be, um, <laughs> it's paid for itself a million times over because you just get more alcohol and you get it back. It may not be as pure as the original, but it still works really well. And uh, especially if you use frozen alcohol and you just run it right through the material, it'll pull better. And so that's another trick. Uh, freeze your alcohol. And of course, it's not supposed to solidify and freeze, but it can be below 32 degrees. And uh, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to gather our materials. Um, <clears throat> some of the materials that you might want to consider are cheesecloth or, uh, you know... Um, Maybe a, a stainless steel spoon or something like that. Um, of course, the ethanol or Everclear. You want some really high-quality material. You can really use any any cannabis. I recommend not using any cannabis that has been sprayed or, or treated, uh, you know, not as medicine or something that has had bugs on it. That's basically nature's way of telling you that it wasn't fit for food or medicine and the bugs came to to decompose it so you know if you don't have to use that don't um your oil is going to be as good as the starting material so yeah you want to uh you want to clean your your area make sure everything is nice and clean and put your material in a in a in a in a stainless steel pot or you know a good bucket that's not going to to interact with the alcohol and then you pour the, the alcohol over the material. The material can also be ground up. That way it can, uh, everything can get to the alcohol. If it's not ground up, that's okay. Also, um, you can do different uh, extractions. You can do a first run and a second run. Um, so you also want to then, uh, once, once, once everything's soaked, I usually do it really quickly, maybe one to two minutes. Um, you could even do it less than that. You can literally put it all in a glass tube and run the alcohol super cold right through it. And whatever comes out on the other end is going to be nice and gold. You're not going to have any chlorophyll in there. It'll be super potent. 
Um, so, you know, just like cooking a steak, there's different ways to do it. And, uh, so once you end up with the infused alcohol, you're going to want to purge it. So you want to separate the alcohol from what's in it. And that ends up being an oil. So what I would do is either put that in a pot, in a pan. And what I mean is you put a pan of water and you take a pot and you put that on the water. This is the double boil. And then you put your, your uh, you know, your alcohol-infused cannabis uh, in, that, in that pot. And then you have a fan that blows. Uh, you want to make sure that nothing is blowing into the, into the oil. You can always put cheesecloth over the pot if you want to make sure that you're protecting it. But ultimately, just have good ventilation, okay? Make sure to always have great ventilation while you're making oil or purging alcohol any solvents so <clears throat> you can also use the air still you pour the alcohol in the air still and you have something to capture the alcohol when it comes out the other end and that's what I do and that way I can reuse the alcohol and once it gets down really low you just want to make sure and that means that the alcohol is burned off and you have just a little bit of liquid left you want to pour that out I, I don't finish it in the air still so at this point, everybody's going to be, have a universal experience because we're going to finish it off in the double boil. So in the double boil, what I want to do is, the reason why I'm doing that is because it'll evenly cook at about boiling temperature, which for cannabis, the terpenes start boiling off after like 220, 240. So, you know, maybe even 250. So, you know, keeping it around 180 to 200, it's really beneficial. I say the slower, the better. And so... uh <clears throat> Slower and lower, the better. So from there, we just keep an eye on it. And there's going to be, as when it gets down really low, there's going to be, it's going to start to bubble, right? And the first set of bubbles, there's going to be two sets of bubbles. The first set of bubbles is going to be, are going to be bigger. Now, these are going to be all of the alcohol burning off. And... After the big bubbles, there's going to be another set of smaller bubbles. Now, this is going to be what's known as decarboxylation. The smaller bubbles are the cannabinoids actually activating and going from the raw form to the delta-9 form, which is stronger, makes it more powerful, and packs way more of a punch. There are benefits to the raw forms, and there are benefits to the decarboxylated forms. Personally, I love my oil to have a good mix of both. And I find also that THCA, or the raw form, is a little more energetic. And I don't get as... as a, It doesn't have as much of a psychoactive effect. I find the decarboxylated form has a much more psychoactive effect. And uh, has the tendency to to rock me a little more than perhaps give me energy. Though if I take it in small amounts throughout the day and I'm drinking a lot of water, I do feel energy and I feel great. And, and so that's another thing. When using cannabis oil, definitely consider upping your water intake. <clears throat> Moving on. So the second set of bubbles are gone. Now you just have the oil there. The, it's still doing a double boil. You want to make sure to keep, <clears throat> to keep adding water into the pan so that... It, you know, you're always in boiling water. And it's okay if it takes a little bit to get back to boiling. Like I said, slower and lower, the better. So 
Just keep an eye on it. And once you have this oil that's no longer bubbling at all, boom, you have fully decarboxylated oil. And like I said, if you want to have a little bit of a mixture during the second set of bubbling, let it bubble for a while. Make sure there's absolutely no big bubbles. Let the small bubbles uh, commence for a while and then take it off before it completely finishes and you'll have a mixture, right? And if you use material that's high in CBD, you're going to end up with a CBD oil. If you use material that's high in THC, you're going to end up with a THC oil. Let's be honest. If you use rosemary, you might end up with rosemary oil, okay? And so I would say you'd be hard-pressed not to if you're using rosemary. If you use rosemary, you're going to end up with rosemary oil. So this is a simple process for different herbs that you can use to create any kind of oil you want. Now, in my experience, using the oil on the gums, sublingually, is beneficial. <clears throat> Homogenizing the oil with a healthy fat, since cannabinoids are fat-soluble, not water-soluble, will also help it be more bioavailable. So I can homogenize it with unrefined organic coconut oil or, you know, organic olive oil. And uh, just remember, if you're using olive oil, to not get the olive oil hotter than 180 to 200 degrees ever. Of course, you want to re- do the same thing for your cannabis oil, but out of olive oil can actually get carcin- uh, carcinogenic when it gets too hot. So, um, anyway, so I homogenize it with coconut oil. I might put it in capsules and just take the capsules. You can even use that as a suppository. And yes, using uh, cannabis as a suppository can be very beneficial. It can also help subside the head high, so it won't be as psychoactive. You won't get as high from it. It'll be a little bit more of a euphoric feeling in the body. And that could be very beneficial to get it throughout the bloodstream, depending on what somebody is dealing with, especially for pain and uh, for different cancers, um, you know, prostate uh, or, um, you know, uh, cervical or just so many things that, you know, you really want to have more direct delivery to or even just... Uh, have a systemic approach so that I, the, the, the medicine can get throughout the body quick. Now, I also love to incorporate um, considerations of taking the oil in, from different parts of the body, different angles, right? So I want to be eating the oil. I want to be doing suppositories. I want to be doing sublingually. And this way I'm saturating from every area, every angle, and just really giving myself the ability to uh, maximize success. And of course, it just depends what I'm dealing with. If I have arthritis, I might not need to do all that. You know, if uh, somebody is suffering from or looking to remediate cancer, then you might want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're giving yourself the best chance, your body the best chance. And the reason why cannabis has the ability to work is because of something called our endocannabinoid system, which helps regulate our immune system our digestive system, our neurological system, endocrine system, all, all these different major systems. So when we can have our hands on these dials, we can affect so much. Our body makes endogenous cannabinoids. And uh, when we have an issue, sometimes we need to supplement with cannabinoids. And so that's where cannabis oil comes in. And using these practices has proven to have uh, quite a beneficial effect in many cases there's no guarantee it'll work for you I'm not sitting here telling you that this is what you need to do 
I'm saying that in my experience, this has helped many people. And I'm glad that I know how to make it. I'm glad that I have the ability to share how you can make it if you so choose. And I'm not telling you to. So with that in mind, I I think that, um, you know, like I said, you can go back to the to the material. You can run it again if you have your alcohol and you really only soak the material for 30 seconds to two minutes, then yes, run it again. You'll get another batch of oil that will be pretty much or almost just as strong. And so there's no reason to throw the material away at that point. After that, you could even soak it again. And at that point, I might soak it for, you know, a a couple of days, maybe more. And these different extractions will produce different kinds of oil that last. The third extraction will have a much heavier oil, more filled with chlorophyll. And uh, I might use that late at night, help me sleep better, you know. Um, But it's still good medicine. So it's just good to know that you don't have to run it only once. And by run it, I mean put the alcohol in it, let it steep, let it soak. That's... uh, called running it right so yeah go to seven easy steps.org see how it's done it's it's not a very long video just know that it is definitely doable there's no reason to have somebody sit around suffering while we have the ability to to help and of course it's it's hard when something is illegal we have to put ourselves at risk though i've gone around and asked probably over a hundred people this one question And everybody's basically answered the same way. And the question is this. If God forbid you or anyone you know that you love was sick and the only potential treatment was illegal, would you stand by and watch them suffer or would you break the law and help them? Everyone answered the same way. One person said they would go to a place that it was legal, but everybody else said, of course I would help them. And so, life is paramount. When we're in an emergency, when we're in pain, when we're suffering from a bodily ailment, we need to get out of that pain immediately. We need to get help immediately. And everybody's in the same boat in that regard. We're all well served with love. And may we all have safe access to what we deem necessary when it comes down to it in a medical situation it's important we have the ability to make our own choices and uh, so thank you for supporting Farms Not Farms podcast once again we're about safe access if I needed to take a pharmaceutical I would we're not against pharmaceuticals we're about education and basically patience before profits, you know, and that's not to demonize anyone. That's just to simply say that life is paramount. And when somebody's in a situation, when you need help, you need help. And you know how important help is when you need it. And so being an empathetic person, put myself in those shoes. I say we're all well served with love. May we continue to count our blessings may we continue to know that we can make a difference 
just by helping someone else make a world of difference. Every single time we help somebody, we perform a miracle. Deep breath. Thank you.